He's yeah. trying to get me to move in. Right behind me. The yeah. guy died, unfortunately. You should sell your house. But then 2020 happened. Well, 2021 is still happening, and it's a great time to sell. He's well. got, dude, not only does it, So the guy behind me, he has a shop, because everybody here pretty much has a shop. He has this lodge that's uh, behind him. Like, he had added on. It's probably... You know, it's as big as this shop, but it's just like a lodge, and all he has is skylights coming in. He was a hunter, Whoa. and he had all the he had over a million dollars worth of taxidermy in there. What? Yeah, well, I, that, did I tell you that? When, that's um, a good segue because who the crap cares about taxidermy that's worth anything? There we go. So we're gonna. It's, so let me just tell you real quickly what happened because there was a. I don't think I told you this story. There was a trailer <laughs> parked behind me, and in our alley and my wife was watching a show with my daughter, and they're like, "Hey, can you go check out? There's a trailer behind us. It's nine thirty at night. Why is it?" back there it was an enclosed trailer and she goes can you just go check it out i'm super suspicious i was like okay i'll go check it out and as i'm rearing the corner i'm like that looks like a grizzly bear mind you i haven't seen a lot of bears in my life but i'm thinking there's a bear just laying in that trailer (laughs) i don't know how that came to me and i was like that's kind of scary so i was like hello and then this guy in the back was like oh i'm sorry am i blocking your way and i was like no just like what are you what are you doing and then i look and it is a freaking grizzly bear it was a taxidermied grizzly bear and this guy he saw him on craigslist he came and bought a bunch of them that's how i even found out my neighbor died huh yeah weird i I helped him move it i can say i've moved a grizzly bear Inching, <laughs> and it was like already like taxidermy, whatever. Yeah, it was, it was like, on display, like like uh, like it had just killed something. Like he had all this stuff displayed, and then it had bolts on its feet, so it was bolted down. It was clearly. I know that stuff is worth a lot. I don't know how I know that, but I know that the people pay a lot of money. They hired somebody to sell all that stuff before they had the estate sale. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that's the, the guy who I would said, assume that it would ever be worth anything is because it's always in those like really rich mansions mm-hmm. that you see in movies. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I would think that it would be worth something. The guy that was selling it said some of those things you had to have special permits to even hunt those things. Whoa. And then to get them taxidermy, not every taxidermist does yeah. that size of things. What do you so, think of hunting? I like it. I've never really done it. So you don't have any like moral issues with it? No. No? No. You? I uh, No, not with animals. I don't have any, yeah. I don't have any moral issues with that. that too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, if you're, if you're like throwing out the purge or something, I might. Yeah. Ah, that's just more murdering than hunting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Good segue, though. Because to talk about worthless stuff to talk that's about valued to someone. So overvalued speculative can, things. Can we do something that's I know super rare for us? <laughs> what? So we can actually like start the show right. I know we did this at the end almost mm-hmm. every single episode. But let's start off episode 36 on the right foot. My name is Marshall. This is Aaron. We're the two opinionated guys. Mm-hmm. And today we're speaking with Brandon Cadu, who I let nobody is going to call him an expert. I don't think you want to be called an expert in Bitcoin. Absolutely right? not. Right. Just somebody we have a lot of an enthusiast. An enthusiast. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I, I, take that. <laughs> I think we're all going to have some questions along here and we're just going to have this nice little debate slash discussion on is Bitcoin of any value? What is Bitcoin? So I've been telling Marshall for a while that like with Bitcoin specifically, there aren't many things that I haven't formed an opinion that I like, nah, you got to poke holes in it. I kind of want to be sold on Bitcoin. Okay. I think I've told you this yeah. before where I'm like, I want to understand it. Right. I want to adopt it, but I have a hard time because at every corner, logically I go, but it doesn't make sense. Right. So I want to, I want to start with you though. Like when did you get into the Bitcoin? Well, not Bitcoin, crypto. Yeah. Period. I would say that I got into uh, in being more enthusiastic about it in 2017 when the value of Bitcoin hit that $20,000 mark. Mm -hmm. uh, And I was just intrigued by it, really Uh, intrigued by why it was $20,000 and what was behind it. So this is when you were in sales. Yeah. And you were like, probably just sitting there going like, what is it something I could get rich on? (laughs) And and partly out of this. Well, I could have, it's now $40,000. So that's true. 54. Is it? It went up to 54 from 40. Yeah. Since when? Uh, Yesterday. Oh, it jumped up fifteen grand. Not in those twenty-four hours, but yeah, it's it's been like hovering around fifty, between forty-seven sure. and fifty for about a week now, and yeah, it's about. And so it hit now. twenty grand specifically in around seventeen. Yeah, and has it been a generally upward climb, or has it been pretty volatile in this time? Super period? volatile. In Is that it time period? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's been all over the place, all the way down to. $3,300 of US dollar value, and then now it's up to. Did you ever question some of your sort of beliefs of, of Bitcoin and its value when it was at those lows? No, no. I, I don't really consider Bitcoin, in my opinion, 
to uh, to convert it back to U.S. dollars. Uh-huh. Um, so I just I just hold it. So it's just it's just some, is that what a lot of people do with it? No, not necessarily. I would say the majority of people speculate on it and convert it back to you know fiat currency to uh, to cash out and get rich. So a lot of people are just trying to get in, make money, and get out. That would be my opinion. Yeah. And so in in what way? I guess I'm curious. No, no, no. Don't do that yet. Yeah. I don't know where you're going, but I don't want you right to go down there. the middle. Because <laughs> I think there's a lot of questions on what it is. Sure. Right. So yeah. can, maybe for the layman people you, like me out you, there. Do you think you can enlighten us on what it I is? I think I could give a general uh, definition of it. Of what? Bitcoin, cryptocurrency crypto- slash Bitcoin yeah. being the biggest one. You yeah. know, I was actually asked this today. Mm-hmm. I was driving with Don Boderman and he was like, can you just tell me what it is exactly? And I was like, I've never been asked that. And I was like, I stumble a little bit. I go, here's what I think it is. It's a bit of a coin. Yeah. It's like a little, you just, so, you have a coin and you take a bit off of it. <laughs> it's a decentralized peer to peer digital asset. That is, in my opinion, the way that you can boil it down to its most simplistic terms. So there's nothing actually, there's no physical anything. No. It's correct. all. Just yep. cyber, which seems like, just like a debit card, which seems to me, because you said this the other day, you said it's an asset and I go, mm-hmm. that doesn't, when I think of an asset, I mean, you're in the real estate business. When you think about an asset, like a home is an asset, right? Mm-hmm. Something physical so, and sometimes, tangible. Sometimes it's a liability. Oh, okay. True. Yeah. Yeah. If you're selling the wrong house, I well, guess. Right. Or if you're holding the wrong house. Okay. So isn't an asset though something tangible? I mean, it, no, no. And this is what Give me I, another example of an asset. This is what I told Marshall. It would it would be like the dot com bubble to some degree when okay. people were buying into dot coms. Sure. And the price com. was you own a dot com, but what does that really mean? It's not if those a lot of those websites were not actually producing anything. Right, like pets dot com. Pets dot com. Yeah, yeah, no longer in existence. So that's kind of what I was like. Okay, I think that is a version of what I right. could imagine Bitcoin being like. But it's, not a, but it's not a website, and it's not necessarily a stock or a or a, a company to buy a share of. So it's decentralized, which means mm-hmm. it's not owned by anybody. It's Correct. not owned by a government. It's not owned by a Correct. bank. It's not owned by a business. Correct. So nobody owns it. Correct. It's- Except for the holder of the Bitcoin. But it's not backed by anything, and it's not <clears throat> produced by a Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So what's the appeal to it? Well, being decentralized, right? There's, it's not something that a government or a central entity like a bank can control. And being peer to peer, you and I can exchange it freely without a third party getting involved. But how can you exchange it peer to peer? Have using, you done that? Yeah, I have. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. I'd love to know how this works. Okay. Using a digital wallet. Okay. So you have to have the digital wallet. Right. Just like Cash App or Venmo. Okay. So if you don't have a digital wallet. Yeah. Then you can't do it. Nope. Just I, like Cash App. If you don't have Cash App, you can't then you use can't, Cash App. If you don't have Cash App, that's irritating, right? Is that going to be the new Bitcoin? <laughs> like when people are like, I said, can I Cash App? You know, like you can Venmo me. Like, or it's like, you it's, hippie. You it, just want Venmo because you think it's cool. I like Venmo because the transaction fees are lower. It's like uh, it's like when people okay, text well, that's you. That's a better reason than it's, when people it's are like, like it's blue. <laughs> when people text you from Android, like it works the same, but you're just like, I don't like that you're using that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody the other day was like, I don't know, I just like the way it looks better. It's blue and in and, and, uh, Cash App's green. And I go, well, that's because it's it's representing cash. I mean, that's, I like it. I don't I like, like that everybody can green. see your transactions. But in not Venmo all cash is green. When they're like, hey, thanks for the <laughs> services last night, you know, and then they have, and you're like, what was that about? So why I, I want to know why you think crypto is sort of like competing in the currency space? Competing like what? Why does it need to okay. be a currency? That's is what always bothers me. Okay, is I go why not just call it something? That, right, something people speculate on mm-hmm. that has a value that you can right. get in, you can speculate, you can make money, you can get out. So but my everyone's opinion, trying to get dollars out of it, right? My opinion and perception of a currency is something that can be exchanged for value. So we exchange dollars for wine, right? We exchange dollars for houses. That can be translated and converted into anything. We can exchange wine for houses if somebody really wants that amount of wine. Does that make wine the currency? Yeah, in that transaction it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that way it is a currency because it can be exchanged for value. We're, okay, but if I can go to the wallet portion real quick. just yeah. on the, Let me go to the I'm digital portion. I'm jumping ahead. I, well, I don't know. I don't really care where you go because there's no roadmap to get there. Okay? <laughs> I think there's just a lot of questions that have been rattling around – a lot of people's heads and my heads. My son all of a sudden got into it because my brother-in-law was here and he was talking about it. And 
you know, it gets pretty close to selling me, but then there's always like this one hole that gets poked in it. And so, yeah, I just, I think for some of our listeners out there, even if we've had them answered, I'd love to just, you know, poke holes in it. So it's a digital wallet. What about like, if you compare that to your debit card or cash app, right? Mm -hmm. More debit card, that's digital. But if I'm not around something digital, I can still spend money because it's, right. it represents cash. So we, instead of considering it like a wallet, like we're thinking of in, a, in our back pocket, oh, think of a digital wallet that holds Bitcoin like an email address or email address server. Can that right? be stolen from you? You can't send an email without having an email server, right? right? So you have to have Gmail or Hotmail or Yahoo or whatever email to send an email. So your email server is your digital wallet. And you send from one Where's server. Where's your server? Uh, mine's on my phone, my laptop, and then I also have a so if you live in, offline item. If you live in South America, yeah. somewhere in the jungle, uh-huh. you can't have it. Yeah, you can. You if can. you don't have broadband internet. Okay, if you do not have one single iota of internet. Which is a possibility. I don't know if you know the stats on how many yeah. people don't have broadband internet but what's wild though is i'm sure you know this because you've been to a lot of countries more people have access to phones than they do have access to banks they do a lot of countries that is a true that is a true statement they will have they yeah i mean i've been to haiti and that's that's why these people are living literally underneath tarps because of the earthquake and you know the recovery thereafter they don't have a real what we consider house, but they do have a cell phone and they do have Facebook. So they have internet in that country. What if it's 2G? Will it work on 2G? It probably will. It'll just be slower. Okay. So then can <laughs> it be stolen? It can be stolen if somebody gets a hold of your password and keys. Well, then who do you call? You don't call anybody. You, you just lost it's it. It's decentralized. It's decent. So yeah. you. What is the beauty of decentralization in this, that. in this mm. circumstance? Like, why, that seems to be a selling point. Why is that? Yeah. So to the man, sticking it to the man, right there. You I agree the with man. that. Mm-hmm. Sticking it to the man, I think, is in a way one of the lures or one of the beauties of of a cryptocurrency or a digital currency because. In order to open up a bank account, right, you have to go to the bank, you have to get approval, you have to apply, you have to go through and jump through all these different hoops in order to be, quote unquote, approved to have that account. And if you do something that's invalid to their eyes, they actually will close your account, take your assets, and the government can also seize your assets if the government is finding out that you are doing something that they don't like. So in a decentralized network, Nobody can do that. You can't have that done to you. So do you like, do you as a person, let me ask you this, mm-hmm. and, and maybe if you're, do you like something decentralized? In this case, I do, not in all cases. Like, let's just talk about it's, your life. It, if you if you want to complain about something or something's not going right, I mean, you, you we're dealing with this right now in this day and age. Mm-hmm, Everything's freaking automated. Right. And you're like, I have a complaint and everybody just goes zero, zero, zero to get me to the operator so I can talk to somebody so I can tell them my I'll issue. Definitely do that. And Facebook... And Google are like the two hardest people to get a hold mm-hmm. of. If you can't get face, uh, Google My Business to work, right? You're like, can I please t- to get to a chat to somebody is so hard. It is. And so now you're going, now you're going to do that with my money. Mm-hmm. And if my money, somehow there's a problem with it. I don't care what the problem is. I can't log in because I lost my password and it's not letting me in or, uh, you know, it got stolen. Who am I talking to and how do I get this fixed? Yeah. So, I mean, you can still get your passwords remembered or change your password just like you can on an email Sounds address. Sounds like you can get stolen then. Uh, well, again, you can get your password stolen. I do not save my password to my wallets on my laptop or my phone um, because of that reason. So it seems interesting that decentralization it seems like one of... Because there's FDIC insurance, so you do have some coverage. And it seems like in volatile economic times, which you can admit <clears throat> other than certain periods in the U.S. economy, there's a lot of volatility, you would want some government backing. So do, do you ever concern yourself with the lack of regulation and go, it could get crazy, it could get volatile, and there'll be nothing to fall back on? No, because that's all based on perception. How and so? So the, the perception that... The perception that Bitcoin is volatile is only based on its exchange rate to us dollar and and the euro and and other fiat currencies if you are not basing it on that exchange rate it's not volatile because if you have one bitcoin or one ether token you always have that one bitcoin and ether token and the value is represented by what the other person is willing to exchange 
for that one Bitcoin or Ethereum. But token. let's say similar to fiat currency or even when it was like gold backed and it wasn't just fiat currency. There were like mass runs on the bank. People still had panics. Yeah. Where regardless of the fact that there was value to the money and it was backed by gold, recently, they had they, they had these panics. Isn't there a little bit of concern without any centralization in in Bitcoin that there could be these sort of crypto runs on the bank? No, because there's nothing to run it against. So you there's nothing you can't get it from anybody unless no. they want to. Unless give it you, to you right, if there's the value is all based on perception, and so yeah, there's a run on the bank for for. US dollar because everyone wants the US dollar. Mm-hmm. But once you have your Bitcoin, it's it's in your wallet. Your your cryptocurrency, whatever token that may be, it's it's yours and you always have it. You don't run to the ATM or sure. to the bank to get it. You have what, it. What was the guy's name? I'll just go back to it for a second because one of the things that always You're always up, taking his back, man. I know because there's clarity that needs to be like where did crypto where did Bitcoin come from? Oh, right, and what's that? Really what's yeah. that guy's name? Hakamoto, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah. Satoshi Nakamoto yeah. is the guy who wrote. The, well, we don't even know if it's one guy. We wrote the theory or whatever it is. The algorithm, yeah. The algorithm for this blockchain technology mm-hmm. that yep. basically is super secure. And he basically took the. Correct me if I'm wrong. He basically said, "I don't like the way that banks operate." To your point, that there's got to be this way for everything to be secure for it to be more of this peer to peer. It goes and gets approval from, it doesn't matter where right. it is. Yeah. And um, you can't get an overdraft because it's got to get approved, right? It can't be like, Oh, you paid $37 for this, but it turns out you didn't have the money in the account. So you got dinged $35 from the bank. That would never happen in Bitcoin because it's got to get approved. Correct. And then this guy, Haku, ha, ha, Satoshi, Satoshi, okay. this guy or this group, nobody even knows yeah said here it is now um it's Isn't in the it ether it's in the ether and nobody knows what it is and then you go why is that the one because can't can't people just keep making them wait so that was bitcoin that was bitcoin okay so yep. the, so did bitcoin come first or the term cryptocurrency? so actually that's a really good question bitcoin is actually um, a byproduct of what he created satoshi or the group whatever mm-hmm. what that person or group of people created. Uh, i don't know so it definitely is so know. what he wanted to do is sort of like what Marshall was saying is that he wanted to create this decentralized peer-to-peer cashless system or mm-hmm. digital cash system where we didn't have to go to the bank or swipe a card or have approval or anything like that. And in order to do that, he created the blockchain, really. And a byproduct of the blockchain network was the Bitcoin. So he had was his interest in creating an alternate currency or just... The blockchain. I think his... Well, I don't know what his intention was. Because I heard he was yeah. like... It, it basically is a clock, is what he was saying. Like it, He was basically saying, arguing that it was, in essence, a timekeep. Blockchain technology was a timekeeper. Like That's the most important function that it serves. Explain that. Explain that in the sense that... Oh, gosh. I don't know how to explain that. You explain. What do you mean I don't by clock? That. What do you mean by like a time clock? Well, like... So, for example, in normal currency, as we know it, there's always a centralized you know, entity that determines, okay, at one point the dollar is in your account and then you transfer it to me. At what point is it not your dollar and is it my dollar? And it's based on time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but without that centralized entity, there's nobody to keep the time. So it's like there could be little. Okay. So the blockchain is your digital timestamp, right? So right. you have the ledger. You have, yeah. And it's an the unchangeable, ledger. unmutable digital ledger. And so that ledger cannot be changed. Wait, it can be changed. However, every node on the blockchain, node is like a computer, we'll just use that, mm-hmm. has to agree with that change and it has to be done. That change has to be done before the next block is applied to the blockchain. Which I've heard this. So if you're doing this in, in right. order, so you want to get a transaction done, let's just say you want to buy this car right. before somebody else yeah. buys it uh-huh. and then it's going in this approval line yep. and i don't know where you're at in line nor right. do you right right and it's got to sync up with everybody that could be till tomorrow that this goes through so correct the way i would to use those terms the way i would i would explain it is that if i were to buy a car on say like the second of the month and i wanted to change my mind if that were allowed I would need to change my mind and change the transaction and have everyone involved in the transaction to agree to that change of the transaction, not only in the timely manner that the next car is purchased, but I also have to No, that explains it right there. Mm -hmm. I have to have every transaction agree 
before the next transaction happens mm-hmm. to put it in car sales so terms. So I, I heard this, that they only can transact one Bitcoin transaction per second. Uh, I don't at know. At its maximum capacity. I don't know the speed at which transactions can be done, but I know it's not the fastest. It's not the fastest. So right. if you take, if you wanted to turn it into a global currency, or let's just even say the U.S. currency, mm-hmm. and you hit Black Friday, and you wanted yeah. to approve all these, yeah. you're not selling stuff because no. Visa, MasterCard, they do 10,000 per second. Yep. Uh, in my opinion, Bitcoin is not set up and not created for those types of transactions. And in my opinion, it would be in that scenario more considered a holding asset such as like a gold or a silver. So if it is, so if it is that, then it could never turn into the... Is that based on time, meaning is it just too early in its life to be at that? No, Bitcoin, the the way their algorithm is set up is it's too, it's not fast enough. And that is one of the reasons why other digital currencies have been, or algorithms or blockchains have been created because they're faster. So there's another cryptocurrency out there called Litecoin, and it's a much faster network and they can handle transactions. Is it not linking to everybody? Like what, why are they able to go faster? Why are they able? Because of the- no, it has nothing to do with security. No it has trade-offs. to do with it has to do with just the way <laughs> just their, their, their no system is set up. Yeah, it's the way the the algorithm is. But uh, that goes to why can't <clears throat> just people keep creating it? Why? Would- which that's my question is when I go okay, great, crypto is secure, it's deregulated, that's wonderful. But how does it like? Whereas gold, there's only so much gold. There's only one gold. There's other precious metals, and there's but only not so much like Bitcoin. Right, but mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why. How you can look at it as a store of value when another one can just pop up that's the newer version and it can do this. Well, have you seen the new gold? Apparently infinite times. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to say this a lot it's probably cool. tonight. It all boils down to adoption and perception. So perception is the value and the adoption is the using. But how are you going to get somebody to adopt to something that you know is volatile and could change? The same way you steer someone towards an asset that is depreciating and more expensive. You well, sell and them the, on it. That's that right. argument. So you you just want people to go out there, Bitcoin salespeople. Yeah, Bitcoin salespeople. Those, well, I think those that, are absolutely in existence, and that is the absolute reason why institutions are getting involved in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. But that's what fiat currency is already. It's yeah, already just it's adoption perception. and perception. Exactly. Okay, let me ask you this: If the government is it possible that the government could out uh, just not recognize it and say Bitcoin is not allowed, or I'm sorry, cryptocurrency, we're working on our own, is not allowed here. I don't think so. Or that they could regulate it. Regulate it. I don't know how you would regulate it. You don't think a government could say, we're we're outlawing it? Uh, The internet is already decentralized. There's nobody that controls the internet. There's people that control some access to it. We pay people monthly fees for it. But you don't just like go to the government and say, can I have some internet, please? Hmm. Yeah, that's true. I guess, but you would if you were. A, what percentage of our people are government employees? That's how they get paid. They're not going to recognize you have a. Then you'd have a battle on currency. Isn't because, that great? Isn't that would be? Wouldn't that be a libertarian utopia? Is if we didn't have any government employees? But it would be like. They, but no. here's what they could do. <laughs> not for Govern- me. I don't like no. that idea at all. Government cannot regulate the internet, but government can regulate transactions on the internet. Government can regulate so they can transactions regulate the on the transactions. internet, but you don't necessarily need to be in the United States to have a cryptocurrency transaction. But they can regulate regulate international transactions too. I'm just saying. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Less about how they do it. Is there any concern? Because I don't. I think if the government wanted to, it could go. Okay, fine. We can't regulate Bitcoin, but we can regulate regulate the transactions. We can tax it or tariff it or I don't know whatever. Like maybe we can't get into the system. And I don't change think it. they can because otherwise they would have done it already. Uh, I disagree with that. They would have done it already. Well, at billions of dollars of transactions, I think they would have done it already because that's a lot of tax dollars that they're missing out on. But I think there's a lot of, a lot of things that took a long time for the government to get into regulating. I mean, that's how, that's how Enron went down. (laughs) (laughs) They basically got underneath the radar with their mark to market accounting. And then they, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know that I buy that. I just wonder why I, do, I don't wonder why they haven't. I guess I wonder how long it's going to take them to get to that. And what happens when they do? What happens to your? I don't know how much you have in it, but let's say let's just pretend. For the record, I don't have a lot. Okay, <laughs> that, that's most people I talk to. They're like, I got like fifty bucks, or I got five hundred dollars, whatever. It's I mean, I'm not I'm not downplaying five hundred dollars because if I had five hundred dollars in there, I'd mm. 
Let's, I know. I, I would go, man, that's at least two <laughs> bottles of wine. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> so uh, you, uh, if you, let's pretend you had a Bitcoin. Let, let's pretend you had half a Bitcoin. So that's worth $25,000 yeah. for round numbers. Right. Right? I mean, if if uh, the government wanted to reg- all of a sudden, they just decided they wanted to regulate it. What if that dropped to $10,000? You just lost fifteen grand out of... Just for nothing. I mean, that's or like capital gains. What if they treat it like an asset and just tax you on so it? So you can get taxed on it. You can get 1099 oh. on your capital gains if you withdraw. If you withdraw. Yep. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. So it's like a stock right now. Yeah, they're kind of treating it like a stock. It's SEC, a stock with SEC no SEC fines people no for, dividends. for you know, talking about different transactions. I heard um, from a financial advisor he can't advise to invest in it. He's not allowed to legally. I by their that. parent, yeah. by like the tran- like whatever the government regulations. The SEC like probably. SEC, yeah. yeah. Well, going back to my... So they are regulating it already. To a certain degree. Yeah. But they, I don't. I personally don't think that they can stop transactions from happening. I, I don't think they can stop transactions. That's not really <clears throat> my point. If they do any sort of major regulation, what happens to the value of it? Yeah. And, and could a government produce their own? I uh, Value is a hard thing to quantify because it's not necessarily... Value is... You can I tie this into Corona, corona Times? Sure. sure. Okay. So we have decentralized, don't care about the government, stick it to the man, Bitcoin. Government comes out with their own digital currency. We have what percentage of the population right now you think is a bite off on the mask wearing, must wear this so I don't get this um, deadly disease right now because really the government's regulated, right? The government's struck fear into all of our hearts and said, you need to wear this mask. So they're biting off on the government as much as they want to stick it to the man. Do they? What do you think? What percentage of the people, if the government came out with one would go with the government one versus the deregulated stick it to the man one? Well, I think, I think the adoption thing would hit hard if the government came out with one because people would automatically be willing to adopt it. So there's a, there's a cryptocurrency called XRP or ripple. Um, and it was actually designed by the banking institutions and it doesn't carry a lot of weight within the cryptocurrency communities because it is more centralized than any other cryptocurrency out there. So it's not valued as much. It is not valued. I, so I got into this and I was like, you know, maybe I should look into investing in some crypto. So my son's like, dad, I think we should just put, you know, like 50 bucks to $500, whatever in there. And I was like, okay. So I, I download the app, which is Coinbase. Coinbase uh-huh. is the app, right? And I should have sent you the link. We both would have got free Bitcoin. That's you. Could, I guess. But then I scroll through, dude, there are so, I'm, I'm still scrolling for those who can't see still scrolling. There are an insane amount of cryptocurrencies. Yeah. This, this is what scares this me. This is my question though. And this is kind of what I was getting at, which is yes. Like what, what is to stop it from being basically Burger King and McDonald's, it's right? Like video Where it's game. like, neither one of them are going away. There's just too strongly yeah. competing, splitting the market and taking market share. Mm-hmm. And where's the adoption in that? Like, I don't understand how you can say like, how do people argue? And again, I'm not being hostile. I'm just curious. How do people... <laughs> not making it hostile. I'll just, how could you be so stupid? How could people How could this? people assume that this will be or could take the place of regular currency when it's basically just a competitive market? Like, Yeah, we have Visa. We have MasterCard. We have Traveler's Checks. We have US Dollar. We have the all Euro. All linked to my bank account. Not all of that is linked to your bank account. The the yen is not linked to your bank account. The euro is not okay, linked okay, to your bank account. Okay, okay, okay. So we do have those. We have but multiple the, currencies. What, what's the difference yeah. between American Express and No, and no, 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 no. That's, here's what it is. It's that everything has a value as it's perceived to the dollar. Right. So it's okay. like right now we go, okay, I know how much this burger is worth compared to this bottle of wine as it pertains to a right. dollar. I think at this early stage right now, it's going to be very volatile comparing to the U.S. dollar because it's early adoption stages. Uh, back so how in, do you get it to the back in like 1994? Right, there was probably 10,000 websites. I don't even know. That's just a round mm-hmm. number. But now today, there's probably 10 billion websites, and it's all about adoption. And so right now in this early stage, yeah, it's volatile because some people are value. Some people are just getting in. Other people are cashing out. It's all about where you're at right now. How long do you think until this thing could be used as actual Because you said it yourself. You think right now people are buying in to basically speculate and cash out in dollars. Mm-hmm. So no, not many people are using it in their day-to-day transactions to buy a cup of coffee. Right. But in more stores and more companies and more businesses and websites are adopting the technology to receive cryptocurrency. So projecting out how long, I mean, we're talking 10 years, 50 years. I don't know. That's, do you, if yeah. you had to just I'm guess. Not, I'm not smart enough to. I, you know how many that. places don't even I, have We're Apple not smart Pay? enough to do anything. And we talk all the time. <laughs> That's offensive. 
I, dude, you know how many places don't take Apple Pay right now? And you realize how it, my yeah, daughter gets mad right. at me sometimes when I'm like, I'm like, they're like, oh, we don't have Apple Pay, yeah. and I go, are you kidding me? And then my daughter's like, why do you get so irritated? How's I got to take my, my out of my wallet? I don't know. It's just irritating. <laughs> like we're in that technology. Mm. How come nobody's? How come they all haven't bit off on that? Yeah. And then you're so then we're gonna go. Okay, well adopt bitcoin which i let's let's say i get on board with this because i i've been watching and i go okay i understand it's secure and let's say i even go okay i'm fine with the slower transactions coronavirus has covid times has caused us to slow our time our lives down a little bit mm-hmm. right now we're doing more things online the the pace is a little bit slower mm-hmm. fine let me bite off on that too how, how do i get past which one to use and the fact that let's let's not worry about the popsicle stands that take the the two dollars on Bitcoin. But how do I get past you? Bu- you purchase a house, okay, or a car for twenty thousand dollars, and all of a sudden Bitcoin takes a little bloop bloop, and then all of a sudden I just lost all my profit on that car I sold. Yeah, it makes me think about the time when the United States was going away from using gold and silver and they were going towards paper currency and people are like, Oh, what is this paper currency? You know, obviously we weren't alive in those times, but I can only imagine we, they were having the exact same conversation. Like what, am I just supposed to take this piece of paper? How many paper currencies were there? Yeah. I don't know. Well, and it was like directly after the revolutionary war. I don't know. I think it was after the revolutionary war that they were like, okay, we're all going to be on one standardized currency. Right. But it was centralized from the United States. Yeah. 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 Yep. Interesting. Well, I, I don't think there were, Dude, I, you saw how long I scrolled down that list. I mean, there was there's like and 40 of them. So, so you, I don't think there were 40 paper cards. No, but that, does, those, that doesn't make the idea those, bad. Yeah, not all of those things I, also that I you were looking that. at and scrolling through are going to be, number one, adopted. And number two, not all of them are designed as a currency. What's the catalyst for so adopting So some it? of those things that you were scrolling through are legit businesses that are out there raising money, raising dollars through selling ICOs or, or initial coin offerings. Instead of a initial public offerings, like a stock market, they're offering a digital currency as a way to raise What's capital. the catalyst for, for adoption? The catalyst for adoption. Because you're, you're, you're saying this, that's the key to this, right? Rapid inflation, maybe? Uh, the collapse of governments possibly collapse of the dollar yeah maybe 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 well, that, that actually circles, adoption would happen that again. actually circles me back because i, I want to know like because we've obviously had gold as an exchange and we've had the gold standard and then we detached from the gold from gold mm-hmm. and we have fiat currency now which is in essence just floating paper with the perception of value yeah. right so do you see issues with that that form of currency in general, fiat currency that's basically just perception. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same it's the same issue that people have with Bitcoin or Litecoin or any other cryptocurrency. What's right the now. same issue? It's the perception. It's that it, the value is based in perception. So wouldn't that lead you to believe we we ought to go back to something that's more like an actual physical good that's based in something real so that there is some control over it versus perception only? Um well, what do you mean by control over it? Meaning there's a physical limited supply and it's got an actual okay. intrinsic value. So there's a physical limited supply of many cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin. Physical supply? There is a there's an allotment and that can't be increased. You're talking about Bitcoin, you can only mine so much. Correct. You right. Can, but is, but again that goes back to if you if people go, well, okay, there's only so much of that. This hierarchy's full. I'm gonna just go to this one and and there's another mine over here for another cryptocurrency. Possibly. Yeah, but that's that's really futuristic and I, I don't but know. But I'm saying that's yeah. what's different about gold and commodities is that there is literally no alternative for it. But you can't take gold or silver to Safeway and exchange it for groceries. You could, technically, if you had gold coins. No, you can't. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's not as liquid as cash, that's for sure. But it's something that you can't, that has to be stolen from you to be taken away. It's not just, I can't just think it away. It's here. You can't think it away. Meaning it's physically here. Bitcoin is like perception falls through. It's worth nothing. It may as well be nothing. It's a digital spec in the universe. It is a digital spec in the blockchain ledger, but it's not a digital spec. As but in you can't just make it go only, away by not thinking about it. But it's, again, not, it's not witches. And I think this is where you and I, our conversation degraded last time, which is, it, you are claiming it boils down to everything, everything, gold, housing, boils down to perceived value. Correct. So, so in essence, what I guess I'm gathering from you is you don't believe that. Philosophical argument. Yes, you don't. So you don't believe (laughs) you don't believe that anything has intrinsic value, meaning a value whether you believe it's there or not. Yeah, because value, we always compare it back to the U.S. dollar or some other fiat currency, right? So, 
what value am I giving? What what value does love have? But gold has a value aside to from, what? To use in a lot of different things. Well, let me ask you but this. does it have a value of eighteen hundred dollars per troy ounce? Well, okay. Let me ask you this: silver <laughs> has a value no matter what you think. Um, whether you think it's worth eighteen thousand dollars, where you think it's worth eighteen cents, it's got a value because I can melt it down and I can make something sure. out of well, it. Well, and you're talking but about if, but, but if use, I, I can't if melt use, down a co- if coin, use, if use pr- uh, provided the value, then steel would have more value than gold. But there's more of it. You can create it. uses. But, but there's more of it, about, though. But, but we're talking about uses. But that's what I'm saying. Is like that it, we're talking about multiple things. We're talking about uses and quantity. So I want to know from you, why do you think gold has maintained its value for so many thousands of years? Because of adoption. So strictly perception. Yeah. And nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah, I just disagree with that. I, I think that gold. there's a reason gold, it's not just... King Solomon was talking about gold. He wasn't talking about coal. He wasn't talking about... Right, and why? I don't know, but he was also talking about rubies and jewels. So, so it's just pretty stuff. Yeah, I, I think that it's more than that. I think that the reason that it has maintained its value over time is because it actually has uses. Meaning, and again, this is but where... the Spaniards didn't have any real uses for gold back when they were conquering the Incas. Right, and I don't either. But that doesn't make yeah. it valueless. It still has a value. That's but the point. It, but what Marshall was saying is that it has value today because of all the different uses. I agree. We can use it in satellites, cell phones. We, we use it in almost every single electronic that we use today. But it didn't have that value when mankind was coming up, right? And so since mankind was coming up and we provided it with that type of, type of value from the beginning of time, essentially, we can't go back from there. We hmm. can't change that. I guess I, I just, at the, at the root of it, I believe the reason that it, and this is why I go, I'm with you that I could be sold on the idea that cryptocurrency is like the dollar, and that it requires adoption to build value and, and be consistent over time. And I think the dollar has got a lot of backing through U.S. government and the success of the U.S. economy and the U.S. government, you know, all of that. But nonetheless, it's fiat currency. It's based in perception. So yeah. I'm, I would be with you if you were selling me that it's similar to the dollar. But I think the part that I have trouble with is... What I would love to look up... Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I, what I no, would love not. to look up... Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't be us. Is why, why <laughs> gold... Oh, Yeah. People don't know this, huh? Uh-huh. Brandon is the one that gives you the feedback on me always interrupting. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mr. Yeah. Interrupter. Mr. Interrupter. <laughs> it's Good. true, though. That is, is true. Is it? Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's true whether totally you perceive it that. that way or not. Right. I don't really care. I'll totally own that. Do I, do I care? <laughs> so I know silver has a value. Silver is, bacteria doesn't grow on it. That's why it was used for silverware. Silver is used as a, like, it's one of the best conductors. They're finding it out for like, batteries and all that. Gold, on the other hand. Bacteria and viruses also don't grow on copper. So okay. why don't so, And copper is super valued right now. But not as much as gold or silver. Okay, because it's more rare. Because gold's more rare. I think gold, they use a ton uh, for, uh, like, space program uses a lot of gold. Because mm-hmm. there's something about gold that it, it has this value. It doesn't rust. It, it conducts right? electricity very well. It okay. conducts heat well. Or That's what it is. Yeah, doesn't heat. conduct heat. It's a well, soft. It doesn't rust or tarnish. It doesn't rust or tarnish. That's that's gold, yeah. silver, copper. It's, they kind of all have yeah. some of the same tendencies. Gold is just a more rare version. It's more malleable because it is a softer metal. Silver it takes a little bit more work, and then mm-hmm. copper, I think, mm-hmm. even more work. Right. So I think that's why gold. If you're going to rewind back to Solomon's time, you're going to go. That's why they found gold the most value. It was hard to find, and it was the easiest to manipulate. Yeah, because you were manipulating it into crowns and jewels and coins, mm-hmm. things uh, like that. Okay, but of something of use to them. And it still, to this day, has something of use to us. Right. And What does the Bitcoin have of use to us? You can exchange it for value. You can exchange it for something But I else. can use that. Whether but I exchange only- it to you or not, I can go, hey, I can put this on your tooth and make a, a new tooth for you. I can't make a new tooth out of a, a, a you, Bitcoin that's in not, either. That's not what it was designed for, though. What what is designed for? Bitcoin. Right. And that's why I say yeah, it is like... It was like, an exchange of value. It is like always a fi- has been. It is a fiat currency. <clears throat> it's it's more like the dollar than it's not. In the sense that it's like an, it's like a... a it, it would be like... It's um, more like the dollar in the sense that the dollar is used to exchange value. 
because we it's exchange like a, the dollar. We I give you a dollar and you give me something. You know else. what it is? It's like a current a paper fiat currency in a burgeoning country. A That's what it is. Currency. What the frick does burgeoning mean? New, <laughs> upcoming. That's what it is. That's what it is. Nobody it's like burgeoning. it requires adoption, meaning <clears throat> it requires the community to right. go. Okay, we I think this is a valuable thing, and let's do it. But I guess the thing that I have trouble with is is the store of value. You know, people argue that, well, there's a store of value in it because it's, you can only mine so much. And I go, yes, but there's other cryptocurrencies you could mine, right? So yeah. you could presumably start infinite And maybe numbers. the value isn't as high because there's not as much adoption or perception. But where the adoption and perception lies in Bitcoin or other adopted currencies, cryptocurrencies to be exact, maybe a volatile government like a Venezuela or a Thailand or a Sudan burgeoning country like North Sudan or South Sudan. These countries, Ethiopia, I mean, the list goes on. These countries don't have stable governments. They don't have a central bank, many of them. Um, And at that point, they can have something because many of them already have cell phones and they have internet in that country. They have something that can be transferred from one peer to another in exchange for goods and services. Isn't one of the issues with Bitcoin is the the limited amount that it has? Uh, that's pretty intriguing, yeah. Because they it once it's mined, it's mined. And I think one of the things that Yakamoto, Saji, whatever, couldn't, uh, like, uh, he didn't probably forecast is all these countries that are like, have these server mines. They're like yeah, these rooms right. filled mines, with yeah. just tons of servers mining this, yeah. uh, this Bitcoin, which is... That's why I feel like some government's going to go, forget this. We're not recognizing this because Russia just, you know, decided to donate 14 acres to mining Bitcoin. And now they have a ton of it. And because most of it's controlled by Russia, we don't want to recognize it. That could definitely happen, right? And just like the U.S. government doesn't like to recognize the Russian currency now. Right. Because it's worthless. Or it, where do you see like the it. future of it going? I'm curious. And I know you don't want your Mr. I don't want to speculate. You're not the expert. I want to make it clear. He's not the expert, but I want to know, cause you've been paying attention for a lot longer than I think I have. And you've who dabbled is the in expert? it. We don't even know who you, the Yakamoto guy is. How do we even know who the, it's who all the about adoption. Is? If you adopt in your mind, then all of a sudden the there's expert, an expert. So Brennan, just be the freaking expert, man. Just adopt, adopt that. You're the expert. The, expert on this just be like yeah i am the expert who's gonna debate you <laughs> nobody would they we don't even know who the inventor is he could be, brandon could even say you know what guys actually i, uh, I love it i, think I was the, the guy that the allure this. is that we don't know who the people or persons. that's not an allure to me that's an yeah, irritant have you i'm irritated by it federal reserve have you ever been there do you know that it exists no but i do appreciate oh <laughs> we're going down a rabbit hole i do now. appreciate that there is that's the always sunny in philadelphia right there uh-huh. like have you seen the people that wrote this stuff so you're doing it by faith yeah anyway i i I, I don't love our government. I don't love our government. Okay, okay. that is I'm on the record for that. But you but love I, the country. I I do love the country, okay. and I believe that our government, not a great government, is the best run okay. system in the world. I don't think it's a great system, but it's the best one out of all the options that we have. I think it's the best one we can pick from. So now that I have a government that I at least trust, that I go they've they put some or systems trust in enough. Place. Trust enough, right? Yeah. So that gives me some sort of confidence in, in, in the money, just a little bit. Like okay. I, but Bitcoin, with having no idea, and I guess it's like some of those stocks. You know, once you once you own the controlling interest, you kind of you kind of own it. Like what bear, happens when one of these shares? I think they're called. What's, what happens when one of these countries gets enough of it? Then they have a lot of it. That, but, but then it's but you kinda, would still have yours, and I would still have mine. Yeah, but didn't that happen with gold though? That that was one of the reasons we got we off the gold the standard. I think that you because there was like a, right in that. there yeah. was like a rush of gold out of much, the country. Yeah, exactly. And then we didn't but have. We anymore. do have the most gold. Well, do we? Uh, by, okay, I don't Again, know that. You're going to speculate here, uh, and this is deep state conspiracies. So let's sidetrack for just a second. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to look, go ahead and do this research, and if you want to on your own time. But you're going to believe me for the time being, okay? Just let's pretend I know what I'm talking about. Okay. So you go through every country and who has the most amount of gold. And it, you know, there's a couple countries that have a lot. We have the most by far. Now, that is if we believe that there is that much gold in Fort Knox. And there is some deep state conspiracy theorists that go, we don't have what we state we have. Well, I think this circles back to the idea that so much of economics is based on perception and psychology because there's so perception much, is we have it's just like 
Always Sunny in Philadelphia when they said, right, you believe in science, but have you ever actually done the research yourself? Have you ever run the numbers and done the science? No, you haven't. It's so like you're- COVID. Believe the experts. Why are you, why are you den- um, not believing Fauci? You're not a doctor. Which is one of the reasons you have to just kind of take steps in certain directions because everything is questionable to some degree. Yeah. You kind of have to just nihilism. choose. It's nihilism, right? You're a postmodernist, basically. That's what it is. I want to know, though, where you think it is going to be in the next 50 years. Do you feel like it's going to take off and be more legit and more concrete and more part of our daily lives? I think there will be more adoption as more businesses, companies, websites, etc. With Bitcoin or Continue to adopt cryptocurrency in general, Bitcoin specifically. Do you think Bitcoin's going to make it? What do you mean by make it? Like when Let's pretend we've played this out and there's adoption. Is Bitcoin the main one still? Like, have they made it past the adoption phase? Who's going to get the adoption? Yeah. The final singular adoption? No, maybe there's a couple other ones out there, but let's pretend there's three top ones. But is Bitcoin in the running? Or do you think they they were the starting place? I think that Bitcoin is going to be always a topic of consideration when it comes to that cryptocurrency. I think it's going to be the backing, if you will. Um, So you can always exchange back to Bitcoin or exchange towards a different Mm -hmm. cryptocurrency, such as Litecoin or Ethereum. Yeah. No, Bitcoin's the dollar. Or that. Because do- that's what the Whatever dollar you is. want to perceive. Oh, it to I see be. what you're saying. <laughs> so, going back to with the limited amount, mm-hmm. doesn't that pose a problem? I mean, you're at $55,000 for a Bitcoin. I don't have $55,000. Mm-hmm. I can't buy a Bitcoin. Can you buy shares of Bitcoin? You can. You buy a fraction of a you Bitcoin. You can. You buy huh. Satoshis of Bitcoin. Satoshis. That's right. No. This is getting into the absurd now. So, there's a whole world. Six Satoshis? There's a whole world of, of words that you would need to, to learn. It's a whole new language, right? So you, you can't just, you know, go to Japan and just start, you know. Hey, and when is, when is Bitcoin going to become racist? Out, then you have that's, to learn that's the language. That's the depth of it right there. When Bitcoin becomes racist. It's very discriminating. I can tell you that uh-huh. much. It is. I don't know about Let's that. Let's cancel it. I don't know about that. <laughs> Let's cancel it. <laughs> no, we can find a way. Is it called buy coin? So you can, buy break, down, you can break down a Bitcoin into a hundred million different parts. Okay, but once it's reached its capacity, okay. What so, is that? So once all twenty-one million bitcoins have been, mined, how many are mined right now? I think it's at eighteen million. Eighteen million. So there's how many? 21? Twenty-one million. So we're pretty close to being done. Yeah. Okay. I know. So once it's we've done exciting. twenty-one, like I can't wait for all that to happen. That's not even on my radar. But how many it, per year do they do they find? Uh, so it's based on mining, and it's not finding. It's when the algorithm releases a reward for completing the transaction. You're basically guessing a number, aren't you? Aren't they just guessing a number? What do you mean? Wait, I want to actually when hear you're what mining, you're saying, <laughs> sir. When you're mining, aren't you... Isn't it a no, computer? No, it's not a guess. You have to solve the equation. I'm sorry, it is. But the computers are clicking through numbers much like a combo lock, right? So you are trying to solve the equation, and I don't know how to solve the equation, so I wouldn't necessarily be able to say that if they're guessing or if they're actually well, computing a mathematic I've heard statistical it's a equation. Hmm. Yeah, see there, see it is racist. You know the interesting thing about Brandon is how many times he and I sat down and he made the most wildly leftist liberal arguments. Like one time he tried to sell me on a barter system because he thought that like capitalism was was bunk. How does it compare to the Canadian dollar? And then that's a great question, and I don't have an answer for you. But he tried to sell me on that, and I was like, "This is the most left-leaning guy I've ever heard. He hates capitalism. He I, does." For the record, I don't hate capitalism. Right, I know now he does it. This was early on <laughs> in our relationship. But then he'll also say other things. Now that he's like money, he doesn't hate capitalism. Like, like he'll he'll oh, talk God. about he'll talk about how he's going to set up his corporations to avoid taxes. And so he's got this weird dichotomy of a personality. <laughs> because that's the system that we live in. <laughs> right, but it's like you hate the one percenters who avoid tax loopholes, but you want to be one at the same time. I don't want to be a one percenter. You want to avoid you want No, I don't. Why? You don't want to be rich? Why wouldn't you want to be? Okay, now we're going down a completely different track. Absolutely. <laughs> if you know the show, you know that, that we should have been down this road a long time ago. <laughs> we stayed on topic for way too long. No, but he, he, this is a funny a funny aspect. And I, I've actually find this with a lot of people. And listen, to be fair, I don't know Brandon's actual. He's very all over the map, which I kind of like about him it, politically. But he will tend to give you very liberal arguments. Utopia. And then he'll go to the opposite where he'll be like, he'll be like, I, I want to avoid taxes at all costs. And he'll, he'll do these... <laughs> Funny things. I'm curious though with uh, with Bitcoin though because it's decentralized and that seems to be one of your biggest draws to it. Right. Isn't it a little counterintuitive for Brandon Cadu to be like, I enjoy decentralization and 
there are certain things that I believe that need to be centralized, and that's just my like my, like healthcare. Um, and I don't believe that I I don't believe that our monetary system or certain exchanges of value need to be centralized. I don't think we need to go to a bank where it's controlled by a CEO who's making three hundred million dollars a year and paying the tellers minimum wage to have permission to open an account. Can I don't we start using livable right. wage? Okay. Livable wage. Livable wage. Once it's what, livable, we can call it that. That's what they voted on. <laughs> so wasn't livable that wasn't Bitcoin. that the American currency system prior to detaching from gold? It was it was pretty decentralized. I mean, the Fed had a role, but not as big of a role as it. I right. mean, it literally prints money now. Yeah, the theory was that you could take that currency to somewhere like a Fort Knox, right? Knock mm-hmm. on the door and say, "Give me my gold value in this paper money." So in essence, you see Bitcoin as a way of getting back to a more like more decentralization such Absolutely. as when it was because yeah. that's what I think there's a lot of libertarians a lot of republicans and conservatives who think that the american economy ought to go back to the gold standard I would love to go back I'm I'm a, I'm for that yeah. why why yeah to go back to the gold cuz I feel like it weakens our country by not <clears throat> what weakens our country by it not being back I I guess I would be okay with it if we didn't do what we've done late, lately but we're just like printing money we are yeah we're just printing so, money so your time. your reason is you want it to be backed by gold so there's something grounding it to like you can't just make up as much as you yeah need. it's it's helping our government be limited right now and our government isn't limited they're basically like well we can do what we want don't you guys worry with like this new round of stimulus and the stimulus before and the stimulus before that like when is that inflation going to come home it's happening already the inflation? Absolutely. We're yeah. seeing it in mortgage rates. We're seeing it in the bond market. Well, it's happening. We talk about that. My house is going up in value for some odd reason, like yeah. astronomically. Right. And I go, that's not real. No, no it isn't. Real. It's, it's only perceived value. Is this going to be another 08 housing crash bubble that's going to have that much detrimental effect? It could, but not to the scale that it was in 08, because in the events that led up to 08, 09, there weren't safety nets and there weren't catch-alls to prevent that from happening. So you had you had people speculating on the stock market, right? So they were bundling mortgages, which we still do. They were bundling it and selling it off. But prior to that, they were allowing people that shouldn't necessarily financially buy a house to buy a house. I remember that. And so, and then on top of that, you could then take out a home equity line of credit up mm-hmm. to like 110%. And so from there, once once things started toppling, it was a domino. This is effect. real history because I was there at that time. I bought a house. And I remember in uh, 2000, so my mom. 2006, uh, 2005, I got approved. And the, I remember my wife asked me, she's like, well, what can we get? And it, it was like 300000 I go, babe, we can't afford 300000 I have no idea why they approved me for that. Right. So we bought a house for one hundred and fifty. Right. And then we ended up selling it later for like two hundred thousand, made some money. Then Just out of curiosity, how old were you in that general era? How old or what year? So you were you were married at that time, right? Twenty one. I was married. Okay. I was yeah, twenty one or twenty. So many times at that point, it was people that were single and they were speculating, um, and so they would buy a house and they would put renters in there or they would put roommates in there and they would then be able to pay their mortgage. And so from there, they were able to do a cash out refinance, take out equity, do it all over again, buy their, buy another house, an investment property, call it a primary using stated income because nothing was being verified. Was it and called I, liar's loans? Yeah, I think that was one of the terms. There, was, like there were lots of terms that came out of that era. Because you didn't have to prove your income. No, Liar not at coin. all. Yeah, there was, mm. there was nothing like that. I, I worry though because to Marshall's point, like I've, I've realized, my house went up on paper in value like a hundred thousand dollars in yeah. over the course of like I know. a year. We could drop your mortgage insurance, no problem, right now. <laughs> I know, right? You can. That's Seriously. the thing. That's it, the it's cr- it's crazy though because I go as much as, and I'm watching everyone get happy about it, and I go, man, these are the same people. You were alive a decade ago when this was happening, and nobody seemed to catch on that, that this bubble was happening. And now we're all watching our home values yeah. go up, and we're like, ooh, wringing our hands. Like, we're so excited with all this money we've made. Yep. And so one of the benefits of, I would argue, is centralized currency is that you can control that money supply. And so you can not print money, and you can raise interest rates. Because not everyone knows this, but every single one of our dollars in our in our wallet, in our bank account, in our stock market portfolios is on loan to us from the Federal Reserve at interest. Not everyone knows that. So the Federal Reserve can raise interest rates, meaning they will loan money to the American people or the United States Treasury at right now, what, 0% interest? Which they went too early early on. And so they should, or the people are arguing that we need to raise 
interest rates from the Federal Reserve, the overnight repo rate, to counteract the inflation that we are and will continue to experience. It's too much now, though. We've printed too much money in inflation. There's no way you could right. you couldn't counter it at yeah. this point. It's, it's too much. Well, I mean, you could, but it would not be. You would have to increase taxes. Okay, doom and gloom. Are we just on this track to yeah. like increasing I mean, taxes Venezuela and increasing interest rates? Is absolutely the 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 effect. And I wonder, it. I wonder at what point it got to the the point of no return. Because I, I mean, we don't even know for sure. But I feel like at this point, the way they're printing money, there's got to be the right. point of no return. I'm curious why more people. The same people who are so pro crypto aren't more just pro gold standard. Why not? Why are more yeah. people not just raging to get back on the gold standard? I think that the majority, or at least the majority of like hard and fast crypto community members or people, are raging to be back on that gold standard. I think that a lot of people that are are holding the the Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency are are just waiting for that collapse because once we go back to the gold standard, who knows what will happen? Who knows if Bitcoin will have any value? Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting too because I know that there was more um, in two what is it, in two thousand seventeen or eighteen there was more tr- dollar amount transactions through crypto than there were between Cash App and Venmo and all of that like combined. Right. So there was clearly movement. So people are using it, but I'm I'm super curious what they were using it for because it doesn't seem like a very easy medium of exchange. It seems like that that was surprising to me to find out that it was that well adopted that there were like trillions of dollars of yeah. transactions. So because Bitcoin is anonymous, that is one of the fears, I suppose, of a government or a centralized entity uh, in a decentralized currency is that anybody can use it. So if we're talking about trillions of dollars of exchanges, I would back from 2017 till maybe even now that many of that many of those transactions were likely just people speculating. But prior to that, it was going to be a lot of black market, dark web exchanges, people that are, you know, God forbid, human trafficking, people that are exchanging Bitcoin and cryptocurrency for drugs, uh, terrorism. Uh, because it is anonymous and there's not an actual person behind it approving these transactions, mm-hmm. you can use it for very unscrupulous things. And so... Yes, the US, U.S. dollar is also being used for those things. Um, you know, you have HBSC, you have uh, the diff- just, just all the different banks um, that that can do transactions for bad people and bad entities. But at least we can hold those people accountable. Regulation. Regulation. If we're if we're going back to almost being at twenty one million, can can it? Is there a stopping point to being to running out of Bitcoin? So you, oh, I don't know. You said you could, you could slice it up into the hundred sat- million pieces. Yeah, Satoshi million three yeah. Satoshis. Satoshis. But if people keep buying those, I mean, is it is it possible to run out? Um. Yeah, I guess it's it's possible to not be able to get some right because wouldn't that be problematic? I suppose it would. And at that time, another cryptocurrency would become adoptable, and so that is when something like. Litecoin would become well the, of more adopted use. That, that was the issue with the gold. Well, I think it was one of the issues with the gold standard to begin with, which was there was some currency exchange internationally, and we basically ran out of gold. Yeah, or there wasn't enough gold, so they didn't. They couldn't. The, the government couldn't make enough money because there wasn't enough gold to back it. So they're like, well, then let's just get rid of the gold standard. So I think that is actually an issue, but I. It, it's interesting to me because you're saying that another one would come in and then another one would come in. And I, I think that that is interesting, but I also just go, why are people just not more interested in getting back on the gold standard? Why is there such a debate over cryptocurrency? Why does cryptocurrency matter so much? I think that's something that I'm, I think that's probably my biggest takeaway is I go, why does it matter so much? Why don't we just fight to get back to the gold standard? Because the dollar is already strong. The, I mean, the dollar is not that strong actually right now, but I would say that, in my opinion, that I would be arguing less against getting back to the gold standard and getting back to a centralized currency that's backed by something and going more towards an anonymous currency. Because, again, it goes back to the idea of I need approval to use your money. I need approval to use the United States government money. And not everyone is okay with that. I, but when you say approval, what do you what do you actually mean? Because isn't if like I have bad credit, credit if I have bad credit, I can't open a credit card. It, but isn't that a good thing? Not not really. If I can't open like a if, bank account, so, so what is bad credit? Bad credit is basically saying you've burned a lot of people. You've not made good on your debts. Maybe yes. 
but it could also mean that you used a lot of your debts because it's just another algorithm that says it's a three digit score from zero to eight fifty. Zero, you don't you have get a bad history. credit by using. Yes, your you, debts. you can you get a lower get, score. You get a lower score, but it doesn't get you bad credit. Uh, what, well, what's bad credit? Um, not being able to be approved. Low. What, what's the number? Lower than 600. Okay, so if you run up all of your credit cards to their absolute maximum, and even if you are paying the minimum monthly. But isn't monthly, that good? Though, because isn't that a bunch of institutions saying, hey, we're looking at your income, we're looking at your credit score as it pertains to other loans you have. We're realizing you're getting near your capacity. You're a flight risk. So you're going down. <laughs> and so, yes, the next You're one, a risk for bankruptcy. I mean, isn't that what they look at? That's, so, but what's nice about the blockchain is that you can't change the transaction. Credit is me giving you a promise and saying that hopefully I'm going to give you that money someday. And Bitcoin is if you don't have it, you don't get it. If you don't. But isn't that like, isn't there like a, doesn't that defeat the purpose of credit? Like, you want to afford sure. people credit because you want them to be able to. Get- I don't necessarily want to afford. I, I do mortgages and I don't necessarily yeah, where, where want do to go afford with, people credit. Where do you go with it though? If you if you're on Bitcoin, can can you give loans or are you just ha- you're now a cash society? Wait, say that again. So if if you move to Bitcoin <clears throat> and right now we give loans, can we give loans with Bitcoin? Because you now can, you're going. Yeah. you're in the housing business yeah. and you go. Okay, well now. I don't have enough money, but I'd really like to live in that house. Like, not, not right. anybody can just drop three hundred thousand dollars to buy a house. Right. Not everyone can drop three hundred thousand dollars, but or three hundred thousand. If Toshi if adoption and perception is there later in the future, it, you might not need three hundred. Okay, so let's pretend there is adoption right. on it. On can I take loans out? With there are there are exchanges, so like Coinbase, right? Okay. Uh, there are exchanges out there right now that offer you leverage. You can leverage your your asset and exchange it for dollars without having to sell your asset. Isn't this what happened in 1929? Isn't that what people did with their stocks? I think you're right. Yeah, they leveraged their stocks to buy more to to buy things stock. Yeah, and then yeah. to buy and then. The stock market crashed because they leveraged all their stocks. That's how they paid for everything. Mm-hmm. Well, not everything, but you know, a lot of things. And then because the stock market crashed, nobody could pay for anything, and you had the great crash. Yeah. Are we just repeating that? And when, when is, dude? What if twenty twenty nine? No, dude. Let me have some good times. Let's get past twenty twenty one first. <laughs> we're we're about to be in the roaring twenties. Fast yeah. forward two more years. Let's just get to twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty nine is the <laughs> dude. Mark me on here. This this is the new crash. Right here. So I guess I'll. I, this is what I would like to end with. I, I know you've battled me on Bitcoin for a long yes, time. <laughs> a long, long time. Is it? Do you really? Are you a believer in Bitcoin as like the future of currency, or is this just something you go? Eh, it's neat and it's cool and it's kind of fun. I'm not a believer in Bitcoin and the future of currency because I know that their their algorithm and system can't handle the transactions that we need. So I'm not a believer in Bitcoin for its currency value. I'm a believer in Bitcoin for its uh, asset value. I guess. Mm. Hmm. Why haven't you invested more then? Because mm. I have bills to pay with U.S. dollars. <laughs> do, do you? Well, I guess the better question would be: Do you invest in any other anything else? Other I do. Bigger? Yeah, I do. Why don't you take that if you're a wholehearted believer? Diversification. In that? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so how much of your portfolio is in Bitcoin? Yeah. What percentage? <laughs> what percentage? How many uh, zeros are after Bitcoin? the decimal? Let's uh, see how much you believe in. Probably twenty percent. How much? Twenty percent? Yeah. What percentage? In Bitcoin. What percentage of yours is in Bitcoin? Zero. Zero. Big fat zero. What are you willing to? Because I at least want to get one. (laughs) I don't want a sushi moto. I want a whole one. (laughs) If you were um, mm, sushi, sounds good right now. Yeah. If you were to uh, give us advice on what would you say? Hey, invest in this cryptocurrency and start with X amount of dollars. Give me a dollar amount. Give me a cryptocurrency. If you are planning on using it for what? Investment. Investment to exchange back to U.S. dollars? Yes, the perceived value of U.S. dollars. Okay, Bitcoin. Bitcoin, yep. and how much? As much as you can. So if I had $500 lying around, I should invest that whole $500? Yeah. Right now, even though one of 55, I'm, you're not yeah. worried about it dropping? Uh-huh. No, no. I mean, I'm worried about it dropping, but I'm not worried about it dropping 
exponentially and never. So you're talking long term. Yeah, is, you're like it's going to drop, but it's going to go yeah. back up. Yeah, absolutely. If you okay. invest in the stock market and if pull out within two years, chances are you're going to lose money. If I have ten thousand dollars. Should I invest ten thousand dollars right now? Sure. In Bitcoin? Yeah. Oh, wow. How long wow. would it have to be in decline slash that. scuttling along the bottom? Of <laughs> value not doing that. <laughs> before you would go. Okay. So again, I'm sorry. It's okay. Marshall's good at this. How long would it have to <laughs> be in decline before you would go? Okay, I think it's really dead. Well, I bought near the all time high in 2017. And I rode it all the way out to what was it, March of 2020, where it was at 3,300 bucks in US dollar exchange rate. And I'm still holding. So you don't know. No amount of time you're selling. No, I mean, I think at one point, Aaron, I think at one point I told you I'll pull out once I have enough to buy a dirt bike. (laughs) (laughs) A dirt bike is like $2,000. No, like a new one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I bought a new dirt bike for two thousand. No, nah, they're like five grand. Well, KTM's like ten grand. Yeah, that's true. Five, oh, ten grand okay. now. Inflation. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Jeez. Okay, KTM's you guys are buying like maybe really... eleven grand right now. What do you do really? on a dirt bike? Have fun. KTM I mean, is you ride dirt bikes right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I was entry level dirt bike. Mine was like two grand. Oh, gotcha. And it was like maybe two. It was and, like a two thirty. And to be fair, it would probably be an adventure bike. So on road, off road, maybe an enduro. Okay. Yeah. So ten grand is when you get ten grand in Bitcoin. Well, that was then. I oh, think, so, you, so you're doing pretty I, well. I, yeah, I'm just I'm just riding out. You know, okay. we'll see. Hmm. I, I I don't know. I just it's early adoption. Hmm. You know, when someone said, "Oh, what's that internet thing?" in 1995, and people are like, "Oh, it's kind of cool. You can send messages to people, and you can shop and look at items, and maybe go to that store later. But you can do your window shopping from your computer." I don't know. I'm in that kind of stage right so now. So you want to look back and tell your grandkids you were like. I got one of those early on. I haven't thought about the grandkid aspect, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple years till I have grandkids. You know that? Yeah, dude, you're pushing. You're you're getting there. Man, yeah. how old's your oldest? Sixteen. My oldest is thirteen. Just turned thirteen. Right. Yeah. So I, I mean, I my wife was nineteen when we had him. <clears throat> oh, by the old. way, Peyton okay. wants a shout out. He says he's interested in Bitcoin. So Peyton, there you go. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, absolutely. Give a shout out. I I was twenty one. So sixteen plus minus or twenty one minus sixteen is five years. So five years from now, I could be a grandparent. Isn't that psych? That like, is crazy. insane. That's crazy. No wonder you're yeah. so fearful of your age. Yeah, I hate it. Because you're going to feel real old soon. I know, Although I, I feel old because I have like a baby and grandpa. I'm 36. It's crazy. I hear you. I, I mean, my, you. my fingers are getting fat like yeah. grandpa, but you know. <laughs> is that a grandpa thing? I didn't <laughs> My grandpa. Know. My grandpa <laughs> had fat fingers. Sausage fingers, as I like to oh, man. call it. That's awesome. uh, well, thanks, Brandon. Thanks for being willing to come on and talk to us about it. Yeah, I know pleasure. that. I know that for a while you were like, I'm a little nervous to come on, and I was like, I don't know if he'll ever come on. And then one day you're like, Hey, let's do this. <laughs> right, let's it's go. good because if it wasn't yeah. gonna be you, we were gonna pick somebody else. And I think that was maybe there was competition. Oh yeah, yeah. You're like, no, 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 you're not oh, getting. No, I'm else. coming on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I have a lot of people who are interested in it, so they're gonna be they're gonna be excited once this one launches. We'll so. let you know if this is our most popular. Episode. All right, perfect. <laughs> I love it. 